You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day and welcome to Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks. I'm Jules and today Stocks and I are going behind the Australian Podcast Awards finalists for 2021 and looking over some of the highlights. So Stocks, obviously we couldn't listen to all of them. That would be mad. No, but a very interesting day uh, last Friday where the announcements were made and people sort of jumping around and getting excited. Um, But before we jump into that, uh, letting you know this is episode 52, Julian. So we have Ah. made a full calendar year of this gong show. So congratulations to you for that. And And to you. And uh, off we go again. So it's pretty exciting. We've got a fresh bunch of content, really. A fresh bunch of podcasts to go check out and get into an interview and you know there's some familiar names there your life uncuts and mark fennell etc etc but there's a lot of new stuff i've never seen before so pretty excited about this yeah definitely and and this show our humble little show started as a partnership with the australian podcast awards so it was a great source of interviews for us last year um and throughout this year as well actually but i think we look forward to speaking to some more of these uh nominees in the future and like all things, you know, podcasting, it's all about discovery and finding out what are the best ones to listen to and, and what you're going to resonate with. I think this is a great sort of selection of what's out there if, if you want a bit of a shortcut into, into what's happening in podcasting. Yeah, and I think it's pretty reflective of what's happening in podcasting right now. It Just looking at the board we've got in front of us of podcasts to discuss in categories, it's insane how much there is. So we won't go through every single podcast or every category. We're just going to talk to a couple that we've either got some connection to or have listened to over the last couple of days. A couple of gems in there as well, man. Really excited. For sure. All right, why don't we kick it off with best arts and culture? Yes, let's go. So you've listened to a couple of these. I have. I'm a culture junkie. So I've been listening to Brooke and Linda's Dream Club. I've done a few episodes of that. So Brooke Boney and Linda Mariano are both ex-Triple J people who have gone on to bigger and better things, uh, but they've formed a podcast together in the form of Dream Club. And yeah, look, I really enjoy it. I think, you know, like so many of these podcasts, it's all about chemistry and these two have it in spades. They're clearly great friends. They talk about a lot of the things that, you know, personally I'm into. And there's a bit of a, a, well, I don't know if it's a female skew necessarily, but it's certainly, you know, it's it's a different point of view to what I hear a lot of the time. So that's one of the things I like about podcasts is just expanding your mind and hearing what other people think. The other one that I really like in there that I actually just found out through this is The Culture. So that's one of the Swartz Media ones and that's uh, hosted by Osman Faruqi. Same thing. So he, they dedicate a, a show, an episode to a specific event in pop culture. So, you know, from things like the Free Britney movement. So more of a deep dive, I guess. Yeah, more of a deep dive and just really taking that kind of deep journalistic view into it. And they just have really interesting discussions about these things. I mean, there's a plethora of topics, so I would highly recommend getting involved in that one and and taking a listen. And how long are the episodes on that? They're about an hour. So we just, yeah, we went for a bit of a a long drive out, enjoying our newfound freedoms over the weekend and got to knock off a few of them. So it was great. And what is it you like about it? It's just really, really well reported. I mean, they've clearly done the research. They take a bit of a zoomed out view of these kind of things. So in the instance of the Free Britney movement, it was looking back at the exploitative nature of of pop stardom in the early 2000s and particularly for young pop stars and 
reflecting on it now through today's lens and the kind of questions that they were being asked and what they were forced to divulge about their own lives is just insane. And you can imagine someone asking that now and being, you know, ushered off to prison, <laughs> basically. But I think it's just a really good chance to kind of review some of these uh, topics that, you know, have just have passed us by in, in the culture or some things that are, that are current. Even, you know, things like Dave Chappelle's current Netflix special and the controversy and, and feedback around that in terms of his views and, and the way that he's represented uh, the trans culture and LGBTI culture in, um, in, in his specials. Yep. Sounds good. One that caught my attention there is Dish Island. It's taking a guest talking about their love of food. It's a relatively recent podcast. It's weekly. So, I'm pretty keen to have a chat to them and listen to a few episodes about that one. Just There's plenty of food porn in the terms of TV shows, but just getting out there on the podcast. Yeah, I just want to see if it works. I mean, we've been toying around with a couple of food-based, celebrity chef-based concepts, and it's just I just wonder if it works. I'm really interested to have a chat to them and see what they're doing. So, let's, let's check that out. Cool. A bit of a favourite of ours, Best Comedy Podcast. We've got a few familiars in there, Irrational Fear. We spoke to Dan Illich a while back. Yeah, just going strength to strength, that one. And particularly, I guess, with Glasgow Summit and things like that, that's really the wheelhouse of irrational fear. Bodgy Creek Community Podcast. This is my strongest recommendation of anything on here. So, what is this? I hadn't heard of this. (laughs) Oh, dude, it is incredible. So, it's in its second season. And basically, it's sort of about a 45-minute show. It, it's Look, it's we've got four different Batuta podcasts. This is like, this is what the real, if there was a, such a thing as a real Batuta Advocate podcast, it would be this. Troy Carrington is this incredible, um, incredible host. And it's just a bit of Aussie country nostalgia. And it's so funny. He's the funniest guy I've come across. I've shared this with everyone at work. Highly recommend. I was just walking around yesterday just pissing myself listening to this. It's so good. It's so dry. Um, yeah, cannot recommend highly enough. I reckon he's my pick for our next interview if we can get him on. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love the mark of a good comedy podcast is if you're walking along the street with your headphones on, you're laughing in public, I think, and looking like an absolute nutcase. You know, it's been a good one. It's the driest podcast in the world. It's sensational. <laughs> We've got a couple of other familiars on there. The Chaser Report. Yeah, no, we're not doing that one ever. Sorry. <laughs> Point of principle. Cannot. <laughs> We've also got Hamish and Andy. I mean, look, it might be a tough one for us to get as well at this Ooh. stage in our careers. But I think they're just one of those, I don't know, what would you say? Like a like a, like a warm cup of tea, a, a nice blanket or something? It's just comforting. They've been around. They're obviously Australian icons. You can pick that show up anytime and it's always going to give you a smile and a laugh. Yeah, how many people we've spoken to that that's one of their favorite podcasts or that's one that they cite as getting them into this space. Totally. And I think it's such a good reference because it's not it's never going to be dry. If you've had this as your inspiration, you're not going to be doing a boring podcast, you know, you're going to no, be doing Absolutely not. The amount of people who use that as the, you know, they are the Hamish and Nandy of dot dot dot. Yep. Yep, very true. And then Housewarming is um, one of our a podcast on our network which we're really proud of and those guys have done an incredible job. So, I'm sure we'll have to talk to them but we'll maybe wait a little while because we we've been doing a few podcasts on our network recently so maybe show less bias. Huh? We don't want to make it seem too much like it's just propaganda coming from the DM network. Correct. Best business podcast. We are clearly 
hardcore business people because we haven't highlighted too many of these, but My Millennial Money Express. So we spoke to Glenn James um, a little while ago and he's really doing some interesting things with his My Millennial Money franchise, I suppose, his, uh, his umbrella company that is spinning off a whole bunch of different finance-related uh, podcasts for people to get into and, and learn how to manage and be better with their money. Yeah, I'm supposed to go on one of his shows at some point. I've fronted it down the road a bit just because of headspace. But, I mean, we've taken on board some of the things that we discussed with him when we interviewed him and they've already worked with some of our newer podcasts. So, look, uh, check out our episode with him but also just check out any of the My Millennial content. And I guess the mentor of Mark Burroughs is one that a lot of people would know. But tradies and business, that's got my attention as well. It seems quite interesting if, you know, the premise is if you're a great, good tradie but you're crap at business, this is a podcast for you. Great premise. So, pretty keen to check that out. Next category, we've got sex and relationships. Yeah, okay. So, one got my attention here. It's what to expect when you're injecting. And that got... That's the sort of power of a name that really stood out over all of the other ones there. I know the sealed section's a Mamma Mia one, but so what to expect when you're injecting is an infertility or a fertility podcast. So it's all about that process, I guess, of going through more and more common with pregnancy, infertility, path I've been down. I'd be really interesting to see what they've done. I know there's been some SponCon in this space or at least mm-hmm. some, some brand paid for content that's done quite well in the past, but it'd be interesting to see. They're sort of 30 plus episodes in, so pretty keen to have a look at that one. Yeah, it's it's those subjects that kind of have for a long time not been talked about in public too much and, and this is one of the avenues by which, you know, it can get out in the open a bit more and people who really need to kind of hear other stories about people going through similar things, it's so useful and helpful to them. Yeah, and I'd love to hear a version of this type of show where it's not being paid for by the people who want you to do it and charge tens of thousands of dollars to make you do it. And so, this is fantastic. It's the solution. So, it'd be good to get a bit of uh, unbiased on that one. True crime, mate. What about that? Let's hit that. That's uh, your sweet spot. It is. Look, um, to be honest, I hadn't listened to too many of these. One of the ones that's on my list to listen to is Unravel Juanita. Um, So, we have done a bit in the Unravel space before and they're really, really good podcasts as well. I mean, just super well investigated, really interesting stories, all sort of largely Australian based. Um, So, just, yeah, some really, really good kind of hooky podcasts for you to listen to there. Um, But one I did listen to again on the weekend as as Linz and I were driving around was Fairground fuck-ups so this is quite an interesting idea basically what they do is they have an episode dedicated to certain things that have gone wrong in the fairground space so we listened to one which was the superman tower of power which is one of those rides where you see them go up about 100 meters or whatever in the air and then they just plummet and you know it's meant to be the safest thing in the world but of course things go wrong and this episode was about half an hour and Lens and I, as we were driving along, were basically shrieking just listening to this story unfold of this ride going wrong and what happened to this girl who was trapped on it, you know, amongst others who were on that same ride. And it was gripping stuff. It's a, uh, it's basically, it, it, it's pretty um, straightforward in the way that it's produced and, and, and scripted and everything. It just seems like it's, it, you know, the, the host, uh, in this case it was Alex Malone, was just reading off the script and just going through and, and you know, really painting a bit of a picture about what happened. They, they had a few um, interview clips from, from the people involved. Um, I suspect, you know, that was just found, you know, audio from news channels and things like that i'm not sure if they actually spoke to them directly but it's it's an interesting idea it's good you know if you just want something that's a little bit 
crazy for half an hour and you know it certainly hasn't made me want to rush to get on on fairground rides again so you haven't sure. bought bought a ticket to disneyland no and i don't think little margo will be going on any rides in the near future either interesting is there much sound design involved in it not really i think that is sort of one thing i noticed in this like it's got you know the the bare bones are there basically i think they could do a lot with this to really bring it to life further with all that sort of you know soundscape and everything and and particularly you know screams of carnivals and all that kind of thing i mean there's no shortage of stuff that they could use to really try and illuminate the sound okay that's interesting. I'm horrified by the subject matter. I listened to Killing Farlap, a forensic investigation by Kerry Nagara. So, she's a sort of family friend of Tommy Woodcock, who was the strapper or, I guess, trainer for Farlap. So, she had a sort of unique insight and, I guess, a vested interest in this. And she's trying to get to the bottom of what happened and opens with some red-hot revelations like the, you know, the heart the size of Farlap, mm. that sort of myth. Well, it's a myth. In, in Not true? Well, it opened up that that was actually a draft horse, could potentially be a draft horse's heart, not Philip's heart. Oh. I've only, I'm only two episodes in, but let's see where it goes. I feel as though I've been lied to my entire life. Oh, and it's a great hook to come in on. So, it's quite interesting. A lot of interviews, I guess a lot of archival f- interviews and footage and things. Oh, not footage, but audio because almost everyone involved from that era is dead. Yeah. So, quite interesting and obviously a piece of Aussie nostalgia and one of the more iconic symbols, I guess, of 20th century Australia. So, interesting. Very interesting. Best sports podcast? Best sports podcast, old mate Dylan Friends, Dylan Buckley, unstoppable mate. Maybe he's uh, going to get the gong this year. Yeah, so he's just been going for strength, from strength to strength, and he's sitting right up the the top of the of the charts on this one. Yeah, if it was a popularity contest, he'd win. Ordinarily speaking, great podcast as well. Yeah, we spoke to Narrowly a while back. I've listened to Cricket Daily. Okay, this is an interesting one because the T Twenty World Cups on. I'm not a fan particularly, but thought a good opportunity to jump in they'll have fresh content turns out these guys are pumping out an episode every day like every single day at 3pm they drop it's live on YouTube so the first episode I listened to the co-host couldn't come on or wasn't there but I didn't realise basically one guy was freewheeling for about 5-6 minutes and he goes oh my partner's just joined me (laughs) he's just running a bit late so it it is the show will go every day at 3pm on YouTube and then they publish it as a podcast as well and that's not just for the T20 World Cup I went back through and it's as far back as I scrolled it was every weekday so this is heroic stuff God Uh, that is this is a format I've never heard of obviously great cricketers uh show that I've helped work with for quite some time and wasn't aware these guys are out there. So, I'm uh, very keen to talk to these guys as well. Quite interesting concept. Yeah, wow. Talk about getting your reps up fast, huh? Oh, man. Like, yeah, it's a high wire act. So, 30 minutes, 3 to 3.30. Need to know more. Like, <laughs> what do these guys do for a living? How does it work? Like, how does this slot in? Why that time slot? What What's going on? Yeah. And it seems like it's an international audience as uh, all these English-speaking cricket podcasts seem to do quite well in India, South Africa to a degree, but the UK as well. So Yeah, terrific. Okay, let's try and get them on. All right, best current affairs podcast. So there's a couple in there which we've spoken to before, 7am, uh, the Squiz. We had a great chat with them and uh, their Squiz podcast has actually become quite a, uh, a big part of my day. I generally listen to that in the morning um, whilst I'm getting ready. 
And this is the shortcuts that have made it in. So these are similar to what you were talking about with the Osman Faruqi podcast, but these are their sort of they do a fifteen minute deep dive on something, not a not a one hour. That's right. So a bit more of a a bit more context into an event that's happening. So they've been talking about um, you know all the all the summits and everything that are going on with all the the world leaders and just giving people a bit more of an understanding about you know what's behind those and who goes and who doesn't go and what it all means politically. Sorry, I listened to the Little Red podcast. Very interesting. It's talking about China, uh, China, Australia relations. Uh, quite interesting. The one episode I listened to, so I'm keen to listen to more on that. It's a sort of 40 to 50 minute podcast. So I only got through one on the weekend, but incredibly topical, seemed to be quite insightful. There were three hosts on it who all seemed to have different relationships to China and how they looked at it. So it's definitely not, didn't seem to be an echo chamber. So that's what that's one definitely I'm keen to go a bit deeper on. And then misrepresented is our beloved Annabelle Crab podcast to match the TV show, which was incredible. I don't know if you saw that, but it's just one of the best bits of TV I've seen this year. I did. I can. I definitely agree with you there. We watched that all in in one night. Just couldn't turn it off. I mean, it's incredible just to to see the way that you know women are treated in politics and all in Australian politics, um, and the history of women in politics. Absolutely. Best entertainment podcast. Um, a couple on here. Finding Desperado. We've spoken to both Cam and Alexi uh, Toliopoulos on different podcasts. Um, I haven't spoken to them together though, but they they wrote, created, you know, star in the Finding franchise. Finding Desperado being the second, the follow up to Finding uh, Drago, which was an absolute hit. Um, highly recommend this one as well. I mean, if you're looking for something that's just a lot of fun and, and two very charismatic uh, people with great chemistry, this is the one for you. I don't know if I should be saying this, but we're trying to actually untether that podcast from the ABC right now. See how we go. Ah, maybe you shouldn't be saying that. (laughs) The beauty of editing. We'll see. Now, the other one that I just wanted to give a shout out to there was Between the Houses. So, this is a podcast. um, There's an Australian indie band called Paper Kites. So, the the band, basically, they've released a new album um, this year and they've had a whole bunch of collaborators on it. So, in this one, they speak to each of those collaborators and just get a bit more of a kind of background about them. So, you know, Julia Stone, for instance, they just get all, you know, her history, how she got into music, how she how she got to be on their album sort of thing. So, it's just really interesting. It's They're, they're kind of longer episodes. They're over an hour, but the guys are super chilled and relaxed. And it's just nice kind of listening as you're walking along or doing something else. It's, it's really really interesting oh have to check that out so best family podcast Jules uh, we've obviously spoken to Veronica from Zero Waste Baby congratulations to Veronica Milsom uh, the rest of these though I'm going to put this in your wheelhouse says I have no family and you have new family I so uh, that's going to be one for you to drive let's see where we land on that yeah totally I think I'll be looking up a few of these and seeing if I can get any tips on how not to be a, a terrible father or, or whatever else I can figure out from the beauty of podcasting I'm sure there's plenty of podcasts around that will tell you <laughs> that Smartest podcast I mean that's a hell of a a category to be nominated for but in there we've got the invest uh, the equity mates investing podcast and we've also got shoes off Oh, Jay, oi, absolute favorite. Tried to poach him the other day to work for us and he's got a great new job. So, bam, big fan, obviously, of Jay, oi, and his work. Look, the other one that looks interesting as well is the Kurt Fernley podcast, A Nation Changed with Kurt Fernley. Be keen to check that out. But what is the definition of smartest podcast? And why aren't we on there? <laughs> well, that's pretty obvious. But what is the criteria? I really actually haven't 
drill down on that because the only thing we entered this year was the best network publisher. We didn't enter any individual stuff. Uh, we let the podcasters do that themselves if they wanted to. So that was that's quite interesting to see what that is. And that's a lovely segue, isn't it, into the next category, which is best network or publisher, where we were lucky enough to get a Guernsey. Had a chat to the equity mates, guys, congratulated each other, and we all laughed and went, how did this happen? And as if we got a chance. But who knows? Well, I mean, you're in there with some pretty good company, the ABC. A lot of people will no doubt be familiar with our Australian Broadcasting Corporation, um, as well as SBS, but then Listener Podcast as well and Schwartz Media. So it's it's good company that you're in there with stocks. Yeah, yeah, interesting. We'll see how we go. <laughs> it's, it's traditional media companies, which is the funny thing, and then Schwartz, Equity Mates, and ourselves. Well, hopefully you bring home the chuggies. Well, I think now we've got to go, huh? You and me might have to present an award or something. Ooh, the horror. <laughs> See if I can still fit in the talks. So we've got best new podcast and also best branded podcast. The reason I'm lumping these two together is because the Flying Doctor podcast is on both of those. So uh, you might not know this at Stocks, but my mum actually wrote a book on the Australian Flying Doctor's service quite a few years back. Um, I would like to think that it's a seminal piece on the Flying Doctors. Um, What's it called? What's it called? It's called Outback Heroes. I did not know this. So, you can look it up. It, you can get it there on Amazon. I think there's still a few copies there if you get in quick. Um, but, yeah, it was really interesting seeing, you know, what they've done there. And, and they do, you know, each episode talks about one event. So, giving birth in the air and, and those kind of things. And you hear a bunch of stories from a bunch of the doctors and people involved in, in the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Um, really interesting stuff. It's just an absolutely quintessential part of Australia, Australia in our history and our culture. Um, certainly, modern times is the is the Flying Doctor service, and has helped out a lot of people over the around this great huge land of ours. So, yeah, definitely recommend listening to that. No doubt, we've done some work with the RFDS and big fans. Very keen to check it out. Well, let's put that near the well. Let's put that at the top of the list as well. Cool. Well, that segues nicely into best Indigenous podcast, supported by Spotify. Uh, who are doing great things in that space. I'd really like to drill down, down on some of these as well. There's some bi- some bigger names, as you're saying, there's Brooke and Linda's Dream Club and Directions with Stan Grant. And then the rest are ones, an NRTV podcast, but the rest are sort of ones I have no idea about and people I don't know whose pe- people are behind it. So I'd be really keen to check that out. Definitely, I'm keen. I'll tell you what, this is just being honest. The one I don't want to touch until next year is Best Lockdown Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do not want to go into that headspace now that we're liberated. So maybe next year. Yeah. And hopefully not next year because we've got nothing else to do and we're locked down again. Totally. I'm well and truly happy to see the back of that whole lockdown thing as well. Beautiful. It's a deal. So a couple of the other categories. Uh, moment of the year. You just touched on the Little Red podcast before. I'm interested in about what makes the moment of the year. Um, anything you can sort of, any light you can shed on that? Yeah, not a clue. The Imperfects is one that was recommended to us by Marissa from A Selfish Sesh. And I have listened to a couple of those and it's quite an interesting format and it's a good podcast. So, be actually very keen to interview those guys. There's also the Creativity Award, the Spotlight Award and the Bullseye Award. We do know a couple of the names on this list, but we haven't really dug down on a lot of them. So, that's stuff for, I guess, for us to do over the next... 52 episodes, mate. Totally. I think we've got enough here to really fill out our year and plus some. 
Look, really exciting. Guess to give you an idea of how the judging process goes, basically they've got a lot of judges who are all from the industry and everyone gets assigned a bunch of podcasts to listen to and rate and review. Very interesting. I mean, it's quite a quite a taxing process being a judge and there's a few judges that I spoke to who were, how you say, um, stressing out. Sort of <laughs> cramming towards the end so look it's a very interesting process i mean trying to create a short list of finalists from hundreds of thousands of podcasts that are out there particularly a growing pool of podcasts is quite a task so well done for the australian podcast awards for getting this down to something that is digestible yeah, I mean, I know from our own personal experience when you are trying to you know, interview a podcast and, and get a bit of an understanding about what makes the show great and, and all of the different bits and pieces that go into making a show, um, you know, there's, there's preparation time. So, I can definitely sympathize with the judges who need to go through and really capture what makes a, a great podcast, particularly if you're looking at something, you know, there's six nominees there and you've got a series for each one. I mean... Is it like the you know the Emmy Awards or something like this where they put forward an episode to be judged on or are they expected to listen to all of them? Yeah, put and put forward some highlights and some episodes, yeah. So, it's a lot of listening to do. The judging a network publisher must be pretty hard. It's more a list of just going through, I know that show, I know that show, I know yeah. that show, I know that show because <laughs> we did a little sizzle reel for that. Very interesting and there's I've seen 52 podcasts that I'm keen to explore this year. So, that's pretty good. Definitely. As long as they'll talk to us. Yeah, that's right. Well, congratulations to all the nominees. Hopefully, you do answer our calls. Congratulations to you, Stocks, and the team over there at DM Podcasts. Thanks, brother. And we look forward to getting involved over the next year. Excellent. Can't wait. Catch you, mate.